Okay, yes, yes. So it's all good. He what? So he don't own the rights neither, so it's all good. I mean, hey, he did a cover, so <laughs> yeah. He good. So we gotta shout him out. Joseph Solomon. He's on YouTube and title and everywhere. So he dope. He cold. Yeah. I listen to him every day. Like wait, you be messing him up? Yeah, like the covers that he do. Yeah. He got one. With, well, of course, he got that one, which is red bone, and then at the end, he going to the Boosie Collins. Ooh, ooh, because he samples that song. Mm-hmm. So, my God. Yeah. That's a vibe. He got a few more on there. Yeah. Got a, he did a Lauryn Hill one. Never go wrong with Lauryn Hill. My God. Oh, Jesus. But anyway, how you doing? Damn, man, I'm excellent. How about you? Yeah. I'm tired, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. Tired is acceptable. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm tired. But it's weird, tired. Like, I can't explain it. It's I like, what you mean? It's like, you know, some people, when they say they're tired, it's like they need, they need sleep. Yeah. Or they need a little rest. Your body tired. I just think, yeah. It's, yeah. But my brain is like working it's still a functioning i got you it's like my my brain is telling my body what to do at this point because my body's like f you lady <laughs> ain't going hard for a few weeks now man look i'd be lying to you if i said i ain't want this shit to be over with i agree but at the same time <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna get no argument out of me i swear <laughs> that what day you on uh 20 something 23 maybe how many days I have for me? Are you like two or three? All right, so I'm on day. Today is day 27. I had got my days mixed up, yeah. but today is day 27. I'm about to be on like 24 then. As of I was 22 Wednesday. Sunday. As of Wednesday, it's yeah. 27. You starting what day? May what? Yeah, I'm 24. Huh? Oh, okay. May the 9th. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. 75 hard is definitely hard. a challenge. <laughs> but it teaches you so much discipline. I agree. It's more so. Like I was saying, it ain't really even working out because you kind of get used to that. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's holding you accountable. Right. Definitely. You holding yourself accountable. Because if you're not doing it with somebody, even if you are doing it with somebody, you still, you got to be accountable for yourself. Yeah. You're not going to always be in that prison. That's true. And I mean, if you do cheat, you're only cheating yourself. True. So that'd be stupid. And you just lying to you. Yeah, you just lying to yourself then. Right. So, like you say, even if you're doing with somebody, it's still a personal journey. Yes. Indeed. Definitely. I agree to it. So it ain't for the week order, though. I tell you that. It is not. It is not. 
it is not. But I always say, like, if you can apply this type of discipline to some ish that you really don't like, which I, I can't say that I enjoy this truly. Like, it's points where I like it. Like, yeah. I enjoy working out. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy reading. But I like to do those things when I feel like it. Yeah. But being on a regimen where you gotta do this every day, every day, and to make sure you do it in a timely fashion, you gotta pace yourself and all of that. It's just you can't you can't really get past it like you don't you can't learn it in the class or nothing like that you gotta apply that I agree to your day to day so I feel like if you can do it with something you don't like measure if you apply it to something you love doing mm. these knock it out the, yeah. knock it out the park I agree so yeah but anyways welcome back to Up Your Attention Span with Kojak and Sam what do you do and we just Strong vibes, positive vibes on. Yes, God. So, what did you do today? Because I don't think you did anything today. I mean, I did I did a whole bunch of nothing, but you know, <laughs> I, I sprinkled in some, some some being productive in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. In between my nothingness, my I got some stuff done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hear you know. Anything took your fancy today that you want to get to? Nothing in general. Not really. I've just been chilling. Me and the kiddo. <laughs> I've been chilling too. But I did take some time to kind of look at some stuff that was going on. I watched the uh, I Am Athlete episode with Deion Sanders. Pretty good. Good content. Very good. First of all, Deion Sanders get all my respect because Anytime you see him, everywhere you see him, he is himself yep. 1,000% of the time. Full-blown lie there, Dion, yes, every Lord. time. Yes, Lord. Contrary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so here for it. I respect anybody that's in themselves all the time, like right. in every situation. Right. And I feel like that's earned. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so much easier, though, like when you just being yourself the whole time. Mm-hmm. It really ain't a lot of pressure on you. To act a certain way or do things a certain way because you just being yourself. Yeah. That's why I like. That's why I like Chad. Chad's Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like I rock with him because he's consistent in being himself. That's true. You know. That's why I said I feel like just. And I just I just respect it. Just feel like being genuinely yourself all the time is something that you gotta earn when you're in the spotlight. That makes sense. Uh, I see what you're saying. I would add to it by saying, like, you set yourself up for failure going into it by not being yourself. I agree. So it's really a choice before you, like, what do you mean when you say I want to say you earn. Like, when, when I say that, I mean, like, you always have to be yourself. Like, you have to earn the right to always be that person. Like, if you ever fake in a, any situation, they can bring that back up on you. I got you. So, you, if you're going to be yourself all the time, then you have to be yourself all the time. Right. Like, you have to lay down that work. Right. Of never being flip-flop. Okay. I get what you're saying. Okay. I see what you mean. Because once you sway one way or the other, then, you know, that's dead. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Hmm. Well. 
It's just certain people. Like, I say Bootsy. Duval. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I was saying Dion. Like, it's a small group. Yeah, it is. Especially on that celebrity level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you want to spot, it's easy when don't nobody know you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you on this and you in the spotlight and people coming at you for your idea for your opinions and stuff. Yeah. And you still stay yourself. Yeah. Like with, if it were me, I just feel like everybody know that I'm gonna see it from every perspective anyway, or at least I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. Pretty neutral. I try to be. It's some things that you know. Just, yeah. I, 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 I like physically can't yeah. understand it. Like can't wrap my head around. Right. Because like that that passage I sent you today that that the young man was talking about, where he basically was saying that women are incapable of loving people at all. Like women are just. Nah, he was like, you can love your kids, but you can't love. You can love down, but you can't love up. So a man can love. His wife and his kids, and the wife can love the kids. So I like the kids don't love nobody. <laughs> I said the kids can't love nobody. I was really trying my best to see it from what he was saying. I mean, I understand. I mean, I understand it from the from the aspect of if you get to the point where you're not doing what you're supposed to do, then she'll leave you. But I like that's the case for anybody. I don't mean she don't love you. Like if you just fail at you know. What I'm saying? Being that that protector, that provider, that the person that she fell in love with, then I understand that. Any that's anybody breaks apart, man or woman. I guess, yeah. Because if you don't feel safe in your relationship, of course you're gonna be ready to fail out. Yeah. Yeah. What what he was saying didn't make sense. The way he phrased it. It was just bad all around, and if y'all saw it, it was just yeah. I couldn't follow it. I couldn't break it down. I sent it to you. I was like, babe, can you make sense of this? Because this, this is going so far in my damn head. It made zero sense to me. No, I didn't get it either. Because to me, the woman, one, women in general, is like the epitome of unconditional love. Elaborate. Because I just, we're the giver of life. Like, it's just, it's innate. I got you. I do. I that's just me now. That's my that's my viewpoint. Even though I know it's a lot of ain't shit ass mamas and people that yeah. seem like they, cause everybody love different. I feel like that follows along the same line of when you say women, like that's a status. Like your age don't make you a woman. Like your age don't make you a man. True. Like a grown woman and a grown man is it's like a level that you reach. Mm-hmm. It's not you know you could be ninety old little girl or little boy. Yeah. If you ain't never face like the stuff you need to face to become a man, if you ain't never crossing bridges. Very true. So, like you saying, a grown woman, I agree. Mm-hmm. Grown man, yeah, like that's a totally different set of people. And you can't base all this stuff that you hear off the internet because them little boys, little girls, I don't care how old they are. Yeah. If you got a mindset of a little boy, little girl, then that's what you are. Mm hmm. So. People don't want to accept that, though. I get that. You can be a grown ass little boy. <laughs> be yeah. a grown little girl, too. That's true. But yeah, I just think love is just shown in so many different ways. 
Mm-hmm. It could be in, you know, you sacrificing everything for a person to make sure they're okay. That may be your way of showing them that you love them. But I just think women in general, we have that. And it's just, some people haven't tapped into it yet. I'll say that. Some people, because they like to claim that they don't have that in them. But not everybody has love within them. Just, you have to tap into it. Yeah. Like a lot said, of people never exposed to it. So when they do get it in their life, somebody that really it. unconditionally love you and it's so foreign to you that you just reject it. You're like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just one of the things. I agree. Okay. What do I know? <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, um, we start, I about to say, we start on I Am Athlete. Yeah, so back to Athlete. <laughs> yeah, I Am Athlete. Yeah, it took a turn or something. So, um, so you know, he's really, Dion is working in HBCUs, that whole little realm. Mm-hmm. In Jackson State, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, he came with the gear on and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was ready. So, um, him and, is his name Channing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were talking, and they were making a comparison between HBCUs and Power Five universities. Yeah, and Shannon was basically saying that he felt that if his child was in a situation where he had to choose between a Power Five and a HBCU, he would rather him choose a Power Five university just because of you know better facilities. Um, more exposure, all of that. More money, basically. That too, yeah. And uh, of course, you know, he went to to uh, Power Five University. They all did. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that's his perspective because yeah. that's what he knows. But then uh, Brandon, he came in and was basically explaining to Channing like, "This is what we got to get behind." in order for it to change. Like, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying, but if you want HBCUs to get even a, a little bit of the same respect that Power Fives get, then you gotta you gotta fall behind this. Like, this is the narrative we're trying to change. And so then, you know, of course, Dion backed him up on that, but I just, I love to see it. Yeah. And I feel like eventually, probably no, no time soon, but I feel like eventually we're going to get to that point because you got a lot of big-name athletes getting behind HBCUs exactly. right now. Like, I know Chris Paul is a big one. Mm-hmm. Like, Deion Sanders. And them, like, huge names that you're going to see, like, ring bells everywhere. Mm-hmm. So when they start pushing it, then, you know, eventually it's going to get that way. Yeah. I feel like basketball would be easy. Yeah. Like, all it takes is, like, three, five-star decide to go to the same school. They can that make a run true. for the championship. That is true now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, in basketball, like, any school can make the, any D1 school can make the, what's the name, can make the tournament. Uh-huh. So, they can make a push and, like, really make it, this it's like a real thing. Right. But football is difficult. I just see it working, though. It, I mean, it will, it will take a lot. Yeah. Like, it has to be, like, a lot. Like, a majority of the players, like, all right, yeah. let's do this. Uh, like to like big names like pop like ESPN top 100 type names to start doing it and even I feel like even if you do that there's like ways around it like even if you want to end up at a power five like you can do 
your undergrad at HBCU, and then most of them, since they go to school year round or graduate, they join your year, sophomore year anyway. So after that, you can just grad transfer to a Power Five, and you could do that. Why would it? Why? Because it's like exposure. Like you're not gonna get that same attention at but HBCU. How does that help the HBCU by you leaving to go over to a power five? I'm just saying, if you there that whole time and you bringing and you still this star athlete doing crazy highlights and all this stuff like this, putting up crazy numbers, you still gonna get that attention, mm-hmm. and you still gonna bring attention. But if it's not to the point, I'm saying like at the beginning, if it's not to the point yet where you go, you ain't seeing your name on the draft boards. By the time it's not you read the leave. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like the first group of first group or so. They would they probably would have to do that, like transfer oh, out. But then if that keeps happening and that names then eventually they're gonna be able to stay. Does that make sense? I mean, are you saying by leaving an HBCU to go to a power five that you're exposing the HBCU by going over there. Like, okay, let's see. Let's say the class of 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. Kids are come out this year. Mm-hmm. The 10 of the top 100 mm-hmm. go to HBCU. Mm-hmm. They all go to the same one. Yeah. Right. They go win championship three years in a row. Okay. Right. Putting up crazy numbers, crazy stats. But they still don't see their name on the draft board. Mm-hmm. But why they... At that school, the next two classes, like the next year, the top fifteen go, top twenty go. Okay. So that first class probably still gonna have to go to okay. a top power five class just to get their name out there. Okay. But if that keeps happening, if that's a trend that keeps going on, then year five and six they just gonna be able to play out because they are gonna have the attention of everybody. Then the media are gonna be following HBCU. That's why all the best best athletes going. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Now basketball, it could be. Instant. It could be fast. Yeah. Because it's only five people on the court at a time. Right. So you get three top five players or five star players on the same team. Mm-hmm. Then they can run, make a run for it. Right. They're going to they gonna beat some, some big teams mm-hmm. just with them three players. Well, do you – I'm going to challenge you and say this. Do you feel like now – that media is literally in your hand, you don't have to have a power five to push your name. Like, with, if you got a decent Instagram following or whatever, feel like you can get yourself out there in a sense. And popularity is, but not like if your end goal is the next level. Okay. Because then they need to, they gonna, they excuse for not picking you is because they need to see you against top level competition. I See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if the trend start where more and more kids, four and five star, mm-hmm. go to HBCUs, out of they, when they have choices from every school in the country mm-hmm. and they pick HBCU, yeah. now that becomes a trend. And then eventually you playing against top tier competition. Right. And then they don't have no excuse. Right. Hmm. Okay. Deion touches on that too in the episode. Yeah. How he's setting the guys up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's baby steps, though. Yeah. Like, if it, it becomes a trend and you get more big name names like Dion, get the coaching, they're going to bring players in just off their name alone. Right. And then he's going to have a coaching on there. Yeah. And then he get the winning. Oh, yeah. 
It's over with. Right. It's only a matter of time. Mm. Same thing with uh like basketball. All all them black coaches that keep getting looked overlooked mm-hmm. in the NBA yeah. and college basketball mm-hmm. who are more than qualified but keep getting overlooked for a white coach. Mm-hmm. Now they start going to HBCUs. And now you got names that easily recognizable names. It's I'm talking. It's, it's it's it can happen fast, but it's not gonna happen fast. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, I just don't know. It's not gonna be a quick turnover. But Girl, we we live in history. Yeah, day. but if like people like Dion and Chris Paul, it's more names out there. I can't think of them at yeah. the moment. But if they just keep doing stuff like they're doing, uh-huh. and eventually, yeah, it'll get to that point. And then about with money, man, start a little scholarship fund. Yeah. Like if you're a four five star athlete and you go to this school, yeah. yep. you apply for the scholarship. There you go. And then that's in the guidelines in NCAA. You can do that. Yeah. Man, listen. I'm here for that. Me too. So here for it. That's how it used to be before, you know, they let us play with them. Right. All, right. Alan, all the talent was at the HBCUs. Oh, for sure. Record is there. Exactly. Yeah. And then. When they allowed us to come on the field with them, it was still only one or two of the top players. Yeah. But then we felt like since that was more coverage in the white people, yeah. that we go over there and dominate them, you know, more coverage and all that. And it's just been that way ever since. So yeah. all the top players left, HBCUs, they lost all their top players, yeah, yeah and cool, lost their funding and all that other yeah. stuff. But yep. just the way it go. Yeah. I think people recognize. Did you see the, uh, it was a TikTok. It was like a white girl. Yeah, she was pledging something. Man, listen, I ain't even want to touch on that because. She went I'm to HBCU. Part, I don't know what she was. Of, she, she, she looked like she was a Delta. Okay. Um, but she is a Delta. Mm-hmm. And I, I, ain't, I ain't touching that one. I was like, I, I get what they saying. Mm-hmm. Her response that whole response would mess it up. Yeah. I said when the girl came out, I was like, "Y'all can't come here because so and so." I don't know. I don't want to exclude people. Like you said, you always want to be better than the people that. I totally understand that, but when you recognize where sororities and fraternities, absolutely, it, it, ours anyway, yeah. where they start and where they come from, and then you go and make a comment like that, like mm-hmm. that lets me know. You, did you even learn the history? Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's some, it's some of them that you know invited to the barbecue. They're part of the culture. Listen. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She kind of threw it out with her comment. She yeah. should have just not said nothing. And let. But to me, that's a slap in the face to the HBCU that you attended if yeah. you went to one. She did. Or whatever school you went to, that's still a slap in the face to the organizations and how they were created. We'll, you're allowed into that. Mm-hmm. But y'all won't even let us come over there hardly. Facts. On the other side. So, for they, you to go They all got there, a token, though. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they, they all got a token. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Especially when... It, that's my thing. Like, it just made me wonder, did you learn the history, sis? Like, did they teach you what they were supposed to teach you? Or did you not pay attention on that part? I mean, she might, she might have memorized it. I don't know if she learned it. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you got to know it. So did you see where um, the Tulsa mass- massacre survivors, you know, want to get reparations? I feel like they pushing it. 
They should. Fighting for it. They I mean, all went. Yeah. Got to be like ninety something now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like hundred. Yeah. I think the oldest yeah, like hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be like hundred. And she was up there, so I think it's I think it's long, long, long overdue. Yeah, I feel like that's an easy conversation, but it ain't. Tulsa is just the most famous one. I don't even want to say it's famous per se. Infamous. I think it just is <laughs> the most. It's the top trending one. Yeah, as of late. That's why I said it's, it's plenty, plenty more. It went. It happened all over the country. In Alabama specifically, you follow. Yeah. That's the one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I said that one of Tulsa is just the most known, easily recognizable, and the most Black known. Wall Street. Yeah, and it got a, it got a catchphrase, Black yeah. Wall Street. Yeah, you know how. Yeah. You know, Sensationalized. If you tag something, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, it, but I mean, that was a countrywide thing where they just attacking well, us. Yeah. yeah, where where white the the white community would attack any black community that was making money. And that was just the thing. Like, in the inside, they got established. Yep. And they would come in, they would tackle. There were no no repercussions. Yeah. Man, what a time. But it's definitely, it's long overdue for that. Yeah, I agree. Especially when you sit down and you talk to elders and they tell you these stories so vividly. Yeah. And they 90, you got, I'm talking about like 75, 80 year old people that remember this stuff. And just seared in their brain. That's some stuff that you can't. And see. That's what I'm saying. And oh, it's heartbreaking. And for people, and that's why I think I get so pissed off when people like, oh, I just don't believe that even happened. I'm like, his record of this, it's yeah. on record, bro. Like, yeah. how about I say? Anybody say that nowadays? You stupid. Like, just don't want to know. You're a couple <laughs> fingertips away from seeing the the images. Yeah. Ugh. But I can't. Nah, I said the stuff that traumatized people these days. Imagine. It's so light, bro. Yeah. It's hella light. And then that's probably why a lot of folks be looking at it. It's like, y'all yeah, complaining so about that? Yeah, that's so weak. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real? But, you know, not to excuse the fact that we still have modern day lynching stuff going on. Because that's traumatic. Yeah, I agree. So June is American uh, African American Music Appreciation Month or Black Music Month or whatever. So 90% of the music out is black music. <laughs> well, it was created back in like 1979. That was when yeah. music was really good. So. Good stuff. Yeah. That word playing. Um, of course, we got Juneteenth coming up. And it's also Pride Month, and it's National. I gotta remember Easy. to take off on June. I'm just my phone. See if I'm off on June. Yeah, take off. It's a Saturday. Let me. <laughs> you gonna take off that Friday? Mm-hmm. It's on a Saturday. I work every day. Oh, you do. I forget about <laughs> your schedule. You ain't, re- you ain't regular like a Monday, Friday, Monday through Friday, nah. nine to five, folks. I don't do that. But it's uh, also National PTSD Awareness Month. Is it? Certain stuff just set them up. Sometimes. They work with it. They're strong people. 
Cause it's a lot. Mm. And it's something you can't really see. So that was, that's what make it harder for them. Yeah. They have to walk around. They don't really have a scar for it or you don't see it. So it's one of those things. But they're Christian. Um, so on, on like kind of political gears. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see what the EEOC basically said? Companies can mandate vaccines. Like you would have to be required to have a vaccine to come back to the workspace. Yeah, I mean, private companies and stuff like that. Hmm. It is what it is. You know how I, I know how you feel about that. Listen. Yeah, I do with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, let me know how it work out for y'all. Not this one. I ain't got nothing against it personally, you know. A lot of people I know got it. It just I don't know. Just don't sit right with me. I mean, I I can I concur. Like I said, all those all good citizens keep getting y'all. I'm good. I'm covered. I don't want to say it like that. That's how I say it. <laughs> like I said, I respect it because I know it's a real thing. But it's just something so uneasy about the way they, push they do it. And, yeah. I just ain't a big fan of putting foreign stuff in my body. Like, Kojak can tell you, when I get sick, I can I got damn near be on death's door mm-hmm. before I take anything. Both on the same boat on that. Yeah, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't do that. Me, I sleep with that thing out. Yeah, you bad about it. <laughs> Snuffles, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Wake up when it's gone. The fact that that's so true, golly. And I'm talking about not even—he's not even the type of person that sleep all day. But I know if he go and he go to sleep all day, he's sick. Something wrong. I already know. I stopped. When we get up and I'm good. It pisses me off so bad because it be on the days where we gotta get stuff done. And he decided he want to not feel good. It's my oh, process, but God, that. it pissed me off so bad. I'm like, do your body choose? Like, when we got a lot of stuff to do, I don't do know. you sick? Are you allergic to doing stuff? That's possible. <laughs> Brain, but I forgot to do what? Up. I'm like, what is happening? It's not only right till we got a full weekend of stuff to do. Brain, like, shut it down. And then you want to look at me Sunday. All right, let's not decide. You want a damn lie. <laughs> Gonna do a damn thing. <laughs> Go to bed. But listen. Oh, uh, 85 South shows back on tour. Dope. They got this uh, Ghetto Legends comedy tour. It's weird. I'm all for it. Speaking of 85 South, DC had to knock a joke out. Man, listen. <laughs> I was not ready for that. But at the same time, I respect it because, like, why did you come? Don't make sense. And I wonder, was he on something? That's possible, too. Yeah, like, did he go up there because he was high or something? Or, you know how some people get drunk and belligerent? I wonder if he was, like, on that type of job. That's possible. But how you come to this man's show with the intentions of starting missing? I always remember that episode where the dude was, like, in the front row, but he didn't want to, like, laugh. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, they just, just made the whole show no. about him. I said, oh, why you show up? <laughs> What was it? I think it was at the start on. It was in Birmingham. Was it? I think 
I can't remember. Why you show up with a bad attitude? Like, oh, they clown. He's in the whole show. show. Oh, they clown him so bad. He was drinking so aggressively. No, so I'm saying. Now, you just would have laughed. You would have laughed them first couple jokes out. They would have went on. Yeah. You making yeah, a big yeah. deal about it. Now you got. Now you need extra attention. Yeah. Now you part of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love to see them lie, though. Man. <laughs> when I went, when they went to, when they came to Montgomery. Mm-hmm. It was these girls in the front, and they caught, he called them the condiments. The condiments. He talking about <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, they always a good time. They definitely killed us during the pandemic. They killed me laughing and killed me. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they got super big the one at the time, too. Yeah. I pandemic blessed a lot of people. It did. For sure. Especially for content creators. Mm-hmm. Both ain't had they ain't had shit else to do. Been around and watch something. Facts. So that's what's up. look up some stuff. Just take it around. Yep. With it. So whatever information they see, take it with facts. Just get it around with it. Hey. It is what it is. One thing I would bring up is got an episode. Hello. Something happened with my family. Mm-hmm. Over the thing. Over the last weekend or whatever. Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying, just look out for people, man. I get what you yeah, just if you see somebody struggling or going through something, man, just check in. Yeah. Cause especially the old the older generation. Cause they not gonna say nothing. They not gonna say nothing, and they grew up without even knowing or thinking about mental health. So right. all they know is to suppress it, mm-hmm. or drink it away, or drug it away. Mm-hmm. So just especially with your with the older generation, just check in on them, make sure they good. Especially if you see them yeah. not good. Right. Like, make it make it a, a conscious effort to check yeah. in on them. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. For sure. Because we do have a tendency to laugh and joke things off. Even and though we know it's, it's serious. It's not a joking matter. Yeah. Even yeah. though we know it's serious in the moment, we'll laugh it off. And then the next day, we just be like, oh, you were wild and last night. And just go on about our day. But even though that's like a cry for help. True. So. True. So, you know. Just do your part. Because, I mean, it's essentially up to that person. To yeah, you're going to do so much. But you, you can be a sounding board or some sense. Or, or something like that. Or at least be a listening ear. Sometimes that's all it takes, man. For somebody just be like. Get that shit out. Yeah, that person really. <laughs> Person really kill. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes that person to be too far gone. But that's true. That, that'll be on them. Yeah, yeah, you did your part. That's true. I'm glad we did it. You're awesome, baby. I'm not trying. <laughs> yeah. So, checking in on your 
people. Big facts. Like, really true. <laughs> yeah. Let's make sure they're good. Yeah. And they may not tell you the first time either, by the way. Check in multiple times. Mm-hmm. If you're done, Mr. Jackson. I thought that's all I got. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Y'all go check out Joseph's album. He does. I agree. <laughs> Closing in on that one. All right, man. Y'all know the deal. Tell people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Think we dope. Pass it on. Don't keep it to us. Well, we think we dope. You I mean, can you can make that assessment yourself. I know we dope. Thank you. <laughs> done. Yeah. Done. If you don't, what's up wrong with you? It ain't my business. True that. You know. Carry on. It is. <laughs> we out, people. Good day.